All right. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Queen Gemini, and I am the host of the Queens of Logan podcast. I am here with um, Unique Speed. So before we get started, the, the topic is astrology. Um, this is going to be hopefully just two parts of um, information and episodes. Um, and with that being said, there is, you know, of course, a warning. Um, even though that, yes, there are some ties between uh, us and our natal charts and stuff like that, um, the universe still um, has the free will rule. So um, they it will not do anything that is against your will so um keep that in mind that as yes um there are very ac um accurate information don't let it dictate your life or any other person's life um with that being said um i found this information um really interesting um, I don't know a lot about astrology. Um, I am very eclectic in my practices. Um, and so when I saw this book, it's the secret language of astrology. Um, I was like, you know what? That looks very interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like, honestly, like, it's so funny because, um, a lot of people, when they see that I'm a Gemini, they're like, oh my goodness, you're such backstabbers and, you know, two-faced, and I'm like, that's not even what Geminis are. <laughs> like, um, Geminis, uh, some people, like, with cancers, um... They they judge them so hard, um, but yet they don't understand um, that, you know, it's not just Gemini that we are. Uh, it's a whole natal chart. I mean, there's like 12 houses within our natal chart, and then some, because you have, I mean, you have um, the... Uh, the heaven or the haven one and then you also have your Lilith sign and I mean you have Chiron and so many other things that play into them as a whole so it's not just your sun sign um, I mean you have like 12 other planets and then some so going back I didn't know, um, well, I kind of, like, knew, but I didn't, like, realize that astrology goes back so much longer than what we thought it was. Um, I was, uh, because, you know, like, Chiron, and then, of course, like, each planet has its own, like, um, god or goddess. And so, like, that's kind of, like, you know, as far as I thought of was, you know, that, yeah, each one has their own planet and stuff like that. And each god and goddess has that. But I didn't realize that, like, they did it so accurately within their time without 
the tools that we do have now. Um, so this, um, is actually talking about, um, so even though that astrology, it supports Darwinism and, um, you know, the Big Bang and some other things, um, technically, um, evolution and the Big Bang. So, even though that I do believe in astrology, um, I myself, um, I was just, like, thinking, like, I don't have, like, the same belief st systems that other people do. Um, so I don't believe in evolution, um. Some of it is because, you know, I did grow up in a Christian home. Um, but other side is because, like, the scientific side of it. That, like, to me, the scientists, like, it doesn't line up. But that's just me. What are your thoughts on it? Do you think that it does support it? Or... So right here, um, Unique talks about how she believes th that we didn't just appear, that she believes that we came from microorganisms and um, eventually like adapted or evolved into a human being. So um, her idea is that, um, that she was thinking that, you know, we just didn't appear. And I agree to a certain point, which you will hear in a minute, but my mm -hmm. system did not record her voice. So, um, here in a little bit, it will be fixed, but, um, I just wanted to let you guys know that that's what she was talking about. I want to know where they came from, who created them. Because it couldn't just be one person, in my mind. Um, but what I wanted to, um, you know, say was, yeah, I don't believe that we just, like, showed up. Um, mm -hmm. the, the part that I don't agree with is, you know, from monkeys and apes to people, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, yes, like, we adapted over years. I mean, we were still, like, you know, organisms and stuff like that. But, um, and that's good because, you know, now we have, you know, uh, two sides where um, we can, you know, so we're not, like, completely agreeing. I love, you know, a good conversation and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. But, so, what we, what I'm trying to get at is, um, the history of astrology, they believe goes back all the way to, you know, the beginning of human beings. And mm -hmm. that's what, like, caught my attention because, um, growing up in a, um, 
in a household of Christians and you know my grandpa was a pastor and stuff like that is they actually see you know astrology within the Bible and with the people in the Bible now like you can see you know uh, things that survived from that time like the clay tablets and other things that were carried on through you know millenniums um but um so the first subject that i want to um kind of talk about before we go into you know the biblical times and stuff like that um is how diverse that astrology is so one thing was you know we had so many different places like i mean we had egypt and um babylon and you know china chinese astrology to india to australian all of them had things that carried over um that they saw was you know similar in what they did what are your thoughts on that so i feel like um i feel like every culture has some part of somebody else's like beliefs in it in a sense because if you think about it you can see like let's say jewish you can kind of, you can see like there's certain things in um like you can see like there's stuff from christian um yeah from christian i would say in jewish i believe so i'm not don't quote me on it but you can see like different beliefs in different um what's it called different different i don't know i don't know the words um you could just see like different beliefs in other people's beliefs i guess like i would say in all in all like every belief has their own like twist on another person's beliefs what do you think um yeah so um i agree with that because um that's one of the reasons why um i became ominous um was because um i saw how many you know ties between um just hinduism and buddhism in general to you know just christianity in itself um and even though that yes we have like some like stereotypical like belief in you know in judaism or you know the jewish belief is they have their own form of um of now i can't think of the word for it um but they have their own um magic pretty much um it's called a, a kabbalah and um it's pretty much the same techniques that um 
the, oh, um, now I know the word, um, of Hinduism, uh, chakras. Um, yes, they're labeled as something else, but the Jewish themselves have a, a different form of it. So, mm -hmm. it's very interesting that, like, you know, how far of a reach that is happening even though that like you know it took them like a month just to travel from you know one place to another like with how fast that the information goes from one sided to the other mm -hmm. so um, another one that they said is it's not just, you know, the astrology, but um, things like Stonehenge. Um, mm -hmm. You have, you know, them in like multiple different places and that they think that it was to mark the solstices and the equinoxes. Mm -hmm. Um and then later on, you know, it's, you know, the lunar calculation and um, eclipses. Um, and because we don't have, you know, actual physical evidence of what they used those um, stones for, that... Um, is mostly like you know playing telephone <laughs> with the information kind of um yeah because uh, you have you know what is carried on through you know mouth but you know like i said with the whole <laughs> um telephone is you know information gets lost and you know mm -hmm. So, um, I thought that was like, you know, yeah, we, you know, we get told like, we have no idea what it is and then, but they have like a whole bunch of, you know, evidence and measurements from those times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What I think is like, um, like, you know, in like Egypt, they have like people's stories in their tombs. I feel like. Over the years of, like, translation and stuff, like you said, like, some stuff can get lost. So we, technically, I would, in my opinion, I feel like we don't really know everything that happened before in those times. Like, we don't, we don't technically have proof that what we know is the truth. Exactly. And that's, like, you know, one of those things where it's, like, yeah, we, you know, we have information, but who knows if that's, like, the translation of things. Exactly. Because, um, you know, like the Bible, um, some things aren't even translated correctly. So, yeah, we, and plus, like, I may have a different interpretation than you do. And then, you know, multiply that by, you know, how many people, you know, study that subject 
is we're all going to have different interpretations of what we read. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like, so for instance, it talks about, you know, some of the drawings that they found to even bones that they found in, you know, from uh, 35,000 BCE. Mm-hmm. Where they have, you know, bones of, you know, 28 notches or, you know, 30 notches. And yeah, they can sit here and be like, you know, it could have been like February where you you only have like, what is it, 28 or 29? And then every so often you have more. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, we have that evidence, but who's to say that that's what it was used for, you know? with the lunar um, calendars and stuff like that so there's definitely you know different you know information for each person because mm-hmm. it goes back to like exactly what you were saying is everything that we know today about astrology about like history gods is literally just passed down from generation to generation and each person has their own interpretation um they have it could stuff could have been lost in translation from all the years of it being passed down so that's why i'm i always want to learn more stuff is because you you can literally go on one website and it could tell you one thing and some you go to another website or another book and mm-hmm. it'll tell you something completely different. And that's what I mean, like, we really don't know what really happened if we were not there because everybody has a different interpretation, a different, like, belief on something. And they, and sometimes, like, I'm not saying everybody, but some people, if they don't believe in something, they won't pass it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's like, there's like stuff that can be lost that we would never know, and nobody would tell us, honestly, if it's just from that one person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, especially if, like you said, they don't believe in it, they're definitely not going to like, you know, pass it down. Um, especially nowadays, um, where there's so many people are like, well, I don't believe in that. So, you know, whatever, or they're, you know, because they don't believe in it, then they won't research about it. Or, you know, they, some people have a blind following where, you know, they believe in something, but then they won't question it or anything like that because a person should know what they're saying and stuff like that mm-hmm. and you know we can debate about that if you want but it's not going to go anywhere because you know people are so set in their ways that you know if there is any change people won't act on the change um exactly. but it also like you know i i didn't know that the Chinese did this. Um, I, what I know is from, you know, Africa, they do the, like that type of thing where, um, 
they have goats um bones or anything like that and they throw the bones on the table and they read the bones and you can kind of think of it as you know reading tea leaves um a lot of people do tea leaves rather than bones but what i didn't know was that china china and their um dating back to you know 1500 to 1050 bce where they would have like a tortoise shell mm -hmm. or even like an ox shoulder blade and what they would do is they would put a hot iron on the bone and they would read how it cracked and i was like i was just like sitting here i was like i knew that like parts of africa you know the tribes and stuff like that they did that type of mm -hmm. stuff but i never knew that china did it mm -hmm. um I, uh, I i thought that was like one of you know a gem that i found in this book um mm -hmm. because you know these people in this time like we think you know oh you know they're dumb, they don't have, you know, the technology or, you know, the tools that we did, but how accurate that they did things, you know, without, like, telescopes. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, some philosophers um, that you probably learned in school, which I, did, I knew some philosophers, like, you know, Plato and Hippocrates and stuff like that I knew that they were philosophers I love philosophy I I literally took philosophy from high school to you know college classes but I did not know that they were astrologers wow I actually didn't know that either so um this is going back to you know um the greek um astrology time um mm -hmm. so plato um was um actually had its own like he had a school that he founded that would mm -hmm. literally teach astrology and um in it was about you know 529 ce until an emperor had shut it down because um that was you know towards the time of you know the christianity era so they wanted to end you know the pagan you shut down towards the Christianity era because it was considered pagan um, type of ideology. So that what, you know, and again, we can, you know, debate on, you know, Christianity um, where it goes back to my first episode of how people just 
automatically want power and control over people. Mm-hmm. Um, but that you know that's something that you know we can see of years and years of history go by. Mm-hmm. Um, but Plato, um, he was um very accurate in astrology and Mm -hmm. um he had said was the cosmos was the world's soul and the planets were the heavens to reveal the creator's unfolding ideas so each planet had the creator's plan and was going to show the creator's plan and i think that's like very interesting because even though that yes there are other deities um Mm -hmm. that play a role in each Mm -hmm. planet they still have the concept of one creator and I think this is interesting because I didn't know this. Um, I did not know that within astrology and even, you know, back in like, you know, the Babylonian days and Greek and Roman, you know, history that they still had the idea of, yes, there's multiple gods and goddesses that help with you know this one being of you know plants Mm -hmm. and to me like because as i was switching over from um, christianity to my ominous um belief system is you know i i'm now working with you know artemis and vinayaki which is a Hinduism goddess, um, mm-hmm. or some people see her as a demoness, but mm-hmm. um, was that like I believe in a creator, and I believe in you know different gods and goddesses because, like in my like thought process, is yeah we have that one creator, but you know each god and goddess are here to serve you know that plan of the creator like it's kind of like you know like a helping where they're here to help that creator if that makes sense so it'd be like okay i'm sorry if i bring if i keep bringing up greek because i've been obsessed with greek everything like their goddesses their beliefs and everything for mm-hmm. a very long time so that's mostly like where like mostly that um and hinduism because my my family some of my family are is hindu so i know a lot i know no i'm not like an expert but i know enough for like the general taking mm-hmm. of hinduism and then I know Christianity because my my parents. Um, so you would say like let's say 
Because I know in Greek, they believe that Zeus is the almighty. Like, he's the one mm-hmm. who rules over everything. So you would say he's, like, the one, the almighty, and then he just has helpers. Mm-hmm. Right? Or, in the, okay. and then, like, of course, like, it's going to change, like, who the, you know, the top person is depending mm-hmm. on, you know, the religion because, mm-hmm. and like you said, Greek would have, you know, Zeus as, you know, the top person. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, the Hinduists may have a different person. And then the Buddhists may have a different person. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then you have, you know, like, Muslim to Christianity where, you know, they both call him God, but, you know, there are different, you know, characteristics of Allah mm-hmm. and God. So, yes, but it's, you know, going to depend on who you're talking to, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, I completely Yeah. So, like, um, the astrology that we um, now use is from Babylon. And Mm -hmm. I had asked you this question because of, you know, this um, topic is, you know, I wanted to research Babylon outside of Christianity because mm-hmm. I know the Christianity side but you know like I said it can be very biased um, mm-hmm. where you know Rome would be considered biased to um, Christianity as well but if you guys don't know the Christianity story of Babylon is with the Tower of um, Babel. And mm-hmm. they w- were... The, he, the Bible says, like, the people were so obsessed with building this tower that it became, like, an idol to them. Mm-hmm. And so their punishment, because it would just be, like, you know, the... Um, the Jews in, you know, the Bible where they, you know, they were worshiping the golden cow when um, God was giving the Ten Commandments and so on and so forth mm-hmm. was their punishment was um, none of them were going to be able to speak the same um, language. So they're not going to be able to communicate. And that's, you know, the Christian's viewpoint on why we have different languages now. It's because of the Tower of Babel. And that's why it's called Babel. Is you're, you're just babbling. Does that make sense? Yes. Actually, I am very, like, I remember this from, like, Summer school, not summer school, Sunday school. Yeah. Where we actually learned about it in church. And they literally said that when 
the tower was built, nobody spoke the same language, mm-hmm. and they literally went to different parts of the world and started their own, like, what's it called, their own cultures. Yeah. With people who spoke the same language because nobody could talk to the same person because nobody understood each other. Yeah. And in Sunday school, they said it was kind of like a punishment in a sense. Mm hmm. Because I don't, I don't remember why she said that, but she said it was kind of a punishment and that's why everybody just like, it wasn't just one area, like nobody, everybody wasn't in just one area. People were in different parts of the area. They had different cultures. They talked different languages. And, of course, people had different beliefs. And that's where, yeah, yeah, all of that started. Yeah. And so, like, I didn't find a lot of information on where Babylon had, you know, founded. Um, mm-hmm. They just have, you know, like, this king is, you know, the very first king of this, you know, stuff like that but like there wasn't and i understand why because i'm like you said we weren't alive Mm -hmm. we have no idea what happened back then because we weren't there so um you know there's you know different stories and you know not enough information Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so um the reason why Babylon is, like, so important in astrology is because that is, like, the basis of what we use in astrology now. Mm-hmm. So, um, the, um, the specific regions are, uh, Tigris and Euphrates, and then the Nile River in, you know, Egypt. Um, so, the Babylonian astrology goes back to the 5th millennium of BC. Mm-hmm. And the earliest clay tablets found are from the 3rd millennium of BC. So, like, I that's, like, mind-blowing to me because I didn't realize... How far how back? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, you know, I I'm still like shocked that we still like find, you know, like dinosaur bones and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Because it's like, how did it survive that long? Yeah. I'm like to it's... my brain, I can't comprehend it. Yeah, that's like um was it i know i've seen it i don't know where i've seen it but they were talking about an astrologist um that was actually still born like in the early i would say like 1920s 1930s i don't remember who it was but literally like we most of the i feel like most of the astrologists and like stuff that we're learning about right now is actually people from when like before, like I would say, like our grandparents, our great grandparents, it's from their time mm-hmm. because, like you said, like most of the time, I feel like the stuff we're learning now is from people that our great grandparents like grew up around because 
back then you don't really know much and some people won't share it mm-hmm. because they don't believe in it. Yeah. They etc. So I feel like we're still learning like stuff from our great grandparents or great 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 grandparents because we're still able to have that. It's still technically fresh in people's minds for them to be able to pass it down. Mhm. Yeah. And, like, I was, like, thinking that, you know, how did they do it? Like, how did the Babylonians and, you know, people in, like, Egypt and Rome, how did they do it so accurately? Because, like, to me, like, you know, we're doing it, we're doing all the, you know learning with Mm -hmm. so much technology Mm -hmm. and now like we're able to sit here and be like yeah they did this so correct that Mm -hmm. they they perfected all the measurements and stuff like that like it says that the babylonians understood the movements of the sun moon and the five planets but like is interesting because during their time there was only like they could only tell that there was five planets mm-hmm. but they did it so well that they were able to interpret them and then in turn have that guide their um you know, decision-making to, you know, wars and kings and all that, that even, like, you know, later on, they were able to do, you know, natal charts and do it so accurate. So, um, the Babylonians, um, started the calendars, um, that... Venus was Ishtar, um, the goddess of love. Mars was uh, Nigel, or I don't know how to pronounce it. If I pronounced it wrong, I'm sorry. But he was the god of the underworld. And then Mercury was uh, Mabu, the scribe of the gods. So even though that they didn't have all the planets they still like did it so accurate which i'm like even more confused on because even today um if you like don't have the right day or even the right time or the right place of your birth it um in turn you know would change your whole natal chart um if you were like an hour off it can change you know the positioning of the planets and in turn you know change the sign and you know um other things like that mm-hmm. um and i honestly I, sorry. no go ahead uh, i think that's crazy because if you think about it even now like we have telescopes where we can see the planets 
so you can see the movement of everything of everything and back then they didn't have that and that's why like i question everything especially like back then with astrology like how were they able to know exactly which planet it is like did they have a telescope like how did they do it like it i always have i always question stuff especially stuff like that because i want to know like how did they come up with it yeah and how would they make the telescope because like our telescopes you know are you know plastic and glass Mm -hmm. and you know you have like multiple different things where it changed changes the zoom and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and they didn't have you know that type of materials Mm -hmm. so um in turn you know the babylonians um they were able to um calculate the movements of the planets and um those planets were seen as how the uh, deity communicated with the earth which later on um the next episode we're going to talk about you know aspects which is how the planets correspond with each other and um so when you learn how they communicate you can then predict and guide decisions regarding weather harvest droughts famine war peace and you know kings um but you know they were so accurate with those readings that you know they were able to accurately predict things where now you know we don't want to you know do too much because um you know you don't want to dictate you know your whole life on a horoscope you know that you know most horoscopes are just you know um your sun sign which is gemini so it's a very broad you know horoscope there's really not that many that are specific to you know your natal chart mm-hmm. so um it's just like the gemini yeah yeah they're they're very broad um it's like all gemini's go by this horoscope you know mm-hmm. so um even though that like you know the babylonians were able to you know have this accurate it isn't just um your um babylonians but it's also um the egyptians so the pyramids are um actually as well kind of like the stonehenge Mm -hmm. um the pyramid temples called ziggurats um they're spiritual and as um administrative centers um were placed in very um specific ways and this is due to um they wanted to help you know the people and you know their rulers have a peaceful passing and 
this was going to help them, you know, on their path to the afterlife so that they don't get lost. Um, some more is the city of Ur, um, it was known as Kazdim, which is the light of astrologers, um, and that is when Mesopotamia was ruled by astrologer kings. And this information is very important, and later on. Um, and which we will get to, I promise. Um, but the clay tablets, um, they were, um, seen as, you know, the rules, uh, and regulations laid down by the gods. So, um, that's how they viewed astrology. And, um... This is important because the Persian occupation of Babylon in 539 BCE, which led to the liberation of the Judeans from captivity, which is, you know, the Old Testament, was actually based on astrology. Mm -hmm. And, um... This was because of the Persian astrology and how accurate they were. Um, so, in a sense, mm -hmm. okay. uh, so going back to what you were saying about Egypt and their pyramids, so would you say, in your opinion, how they positioned the, um, the pyramids? could possibly be in line with, like, their sun sign, their moon sign. Do you think that's a possibility? Like, it could be positioned in that way to help them to the afterlife? Um, I don't think it went that deep into it. Um, mm -hmm. so the, um, the placements of it was, um, the, the Great Pyramid of Giza, it points directly to the place in the constellation of Orion, where Osiris, it, the god of the dead, was housed. So, it's more so that, you know, they did it based on constellations of each god. So, they they want you know a place of burial to be with you know aligned of with Osiris because they Osiris is to aid you know people into the afterlife yeah mm -hmm. so um that's kind of like what I mean they think um and they did you know today they did measurements and they found that constellation. So, um, we have to see, like, Egyptian and Babylonian as hand-in-hand in, hand in astrology because mm -hmm. they were so close. Um, mm -hmm. so both of these, um, places 
they found clay tablets from 419 BCE that they understood the 12 zodiac signs. And I think, again, that is so interesting. <laughs> because, yeah. you know, we, like, you wouldn't think that they would be able to, you know, actually be able to do the calculations that we do now. Mm -hmm. um, but not only this, and remember, I told you guys to remember your... But the reason why year is so important is because of the way it plays with the Bible. And within Christian, you know, um, teachings, we're told how much astrology is bad and, you know, um, stuff like that. But the wise men from the East which is in the book of Matthews. Um, if you don't know the story, this is the three wise men where they followed the star and they were able to find Mary who had just given birth to Jesus and Joseph. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, but they found, you know, Again, is based on interpretation. We all have different interpretations of things. But they're viewed as Persian priestly astrologers. Because even they knew how accurate that the stars are. And I had never thought of it that way. Um, Me neither. I, like... Actually. I... Even knowing about astrology, um, not as, you know, much as I do now, um, even, you know, three months ago, I never pieced that together. Yeah, because I feel like when I was younger learning about those in church, I thought, like, God is the one who, like, put the star there and like they just follow the star the way they thought you know that was god and god wants us to follow it that's how i interpreted it when i was learning about it in mm -hmm. church. yeah because but i never thought about mm -hmm. um go ahead i'll let you finish and then i'll <laughs> sorry um because i've never i've never yeah i did not think it would be anything with astrology yeah because like so like even though that in the bible it does say um that um you know the angels said you know to follow the star you know the brightest star mm -hmm. yeah. um but today they have like suggestions Mm -hmm. of you know what that star actually is and um there's Halley's comet which appeared in 10 bce mm -hmm. there's mars jupiter and saturn together in pisces which is december 7th bce mm -hmm. um or an all occultation 
occultation, meaning passing over of Jupiter by Venus in June 2nd of BCE. And this, again, you know, kind of reminds me of how, you know, we don't know when Jesus was, you know, born. You know, there's different, you know, opinions out there. Um, I'm not going to go too far into the details, but, you know, there is the idea that, you know, Christians wanted to change, you know, pagan holidays to, you know, a holy day. So, um, going back to Egypt, um, I know I'm jumping all over the place. I, I want to try and get the important facts. <laughs> um, but... Um, before the Old Kingdom in the 3rd millennium BCE, the Egyptians believed, oh my gosh, I can't talk, believed that creation emanated from the union of Nut, the heavens, and Geb, um, which is earth. This union brought forth the gods Isis, Osiris, Nepeth, Nephthys, I don't know how to pronounce it, I'm sorry, and Seth. And until the new kingdom in the second millennium is what brings the interplay of the deities marking their cycles of each day and seasons of the year. So this is kind of where you have, you know, each planet having its own god or goddess so that's where like that idea comes from um the egyptians saw the entire universe as a single cosmic state where mortals were confined to the physical surface of the earth and the immortals whether gods or souls of the dead occupied the heavens Represented by the sun, moon, and stars. Astronomy was absolutely integral to ritual management of state politics and religion. So, because they did it so accurately, it wasn't just like a religious thing. It was more of a political thing. Because now they're able to accurately say something is going to happen within the politics so um i am going to call that as the last thing that we say um because we are at a hour and 30 minutes i'm sorry about that you're fine um but again um I, I want to do this in parts because of how much information and mm -hmm. this is only like <laughs> two pages, maybe three pages yeah. of information from the book itself and mm -hmm. there's 
already like so much information um you know it keeps on going on about you know the egyptians and how they were able to you know do calculations of the planets and stuff like that mm -hmm. um so i'm going to call this you know good for part one um uh next <laughs> part um we're gonna continue on through egypt and um babylon because it is so important in order to understand mm -hmm. astrology today mm -hmm. um so guys um i hope you guys had a fantastic day or night whenever you are um listening to this um and if you are live um here in chat um that i'm going to get this up tomorrow um at the latest so you guys are able to listen to this again before um the next part um but yeah um, I appreciate every single one of you guys. I hope you guys have a good day or night. And I will see you guys the next episode.